I'm your host, David. I am joined with today, Leo. Yo, Happy New Year, everybody. Ryan. Happy New Year, all. Jen. Happy New Year. And 2020. And a that, new decade. Yeah, right. And that's it. A new decade. And how do we celebrate our new decade? By talking about the last decade. <laughs> today, <laughs> I have an idea. Let's make a list. <laughs> today, we are going to look at our best of 2019, our worst of 2019. Our 25 best of the decade, our 10 worst of the decade, and Ryan and I are do are going to do our most anticipated films of the year, and this year is going to suck. <laughs> as hyped as I was for 2019, and it everything paid off in the end, um, 2020 doesn't look as ideal right now. So I, it's funny because yeah. I do remember talking to David about this, where it's like based on like the big hitters right i mean force awakens i'm, I'm sorry um, rise, of skywalker. So rise of skywalker endgame reboot like we had a really crazy 2019 so granted like the fall off to 2020 is a little crazy but like the movies are still going to be good it's just that we don't expect them to be good so they're there's nothing us. we have hyped like we did star but wars and endgame yeah. And yeah but i mean like because even marvel i'm excited for yeah but i'm not like Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't wait for this. It'll take us another ten years to get to another end yes, game. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll get to that first. But we have not talked about because it's been a few weeks. The Rise of Skywalker, and that's where we're going to kick it off. No news, just no spoilers. Yeah. No. Sp- well, no, we can talk spoilers. Ooh, we're gonna do- we're gonna dive into this shit. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about Rise of Skywalker, and we're gonna kick it off with our immediate thoughts. What did you guys think of the movie? Uh, Leo. Oh, I'd rather go ladies first on this one. I figure like Jenny being the wife of a huge Star Wars fan would have some really good insight here. Hmm. So I really like the movie. Um, I thought it was good. I think it was definitely fan service though, for sure, because there's definitely JJ Abrams knows what he's doing. He's not going to rock the boat. He was hired rock for a reason. Um, he's a very middle. good storyteller. He writes a really good story. Um, I wouldn't say the knows, script is great. I, it's not that the script, mm. the script, but it, it's not. Yes. It okay. It's not an do. Oscar winning mm-hmm. script, but he did exactly what he was hired to do was make the fans happy, make Disney happy and take it so that it becomes the seventh film that Disney breaks at the box office. Where What is it? They break a billion by the end of it. Yeah. So it'll be, Over they, a billion. If they well, hit that, um, cause we don't, I don't believe we have all the numbers yet. No, we don't. So if they hit that, um, it'll be their seventh film in 2019 That's to nuts. do that, which is crazy. Do crazy. you want to know the only film that broke a billion dollars that was not? I think you told me this. I think it's that a, was not a Disney film. It's a DC movie, right? Is it yes. Joker? Yeah, it's Joker. Yeah. That's that's pretty there crazy, though, that it's. That no no one could really break a billion outside of, of <laughs> yeah. Disney. Comic book movies. And so and for the movie, I thought so. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a good story. A lot of like key strong females in the film. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Princess Leia. Obviously, Rey. Um. I really. I think 
I left the movie feeling satisfied with how everything ended. Of course, I would would have loved had Carrie Fisher been alive. Would have loved to see more of her, or and see more of that story continue and and maybe have it be end a different way. But like for the oh, overall, it was a satisfying end for everyone. Leo, uh, liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it, it was definitely the end game for Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a comment. I'm glad you brought Endgame, so I might as well okay. bring this up now. This is the third culmination movie of 2019 that deals with going out and finding shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. Not spoiling anything, but they got to look for shit in this. So go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, you're right. God, you're totally right. I did, you're right. They did have to search for something. Wow. Endgame. <laughs> it's funny because Endgame and Marvel is probably like, oh, thank God we came first. Because if not, we would have been told <laughs> that we were copying everybody else. So I remember um, I remember that um, there was like this ongoing joke early in the, two, in the last decade about um, superhero movies and how like the, the, uh, the third act of most superhero movies has a sky beam of some sort. Like either it's like Michael Bay movies have a sky beam, or Marvel movies have a sky beam, or Fantastic Four or Fan Van Forstick has a sky Forstic, beam. Yes, everyone has a sky beam. But like I guess like culmination movies with searching for shit is 2019's calling card. All we needed was time travel. We <laughs> no, but um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a strong movie. Um, it definitely it as a casual Star Wars fan. Um, I appreciated all the callbacks to all the prequels and all the other movies. Um, I think the score was dope. Yep. Like, musically, it called back every single film, and I appreciated that a lot. Um, I think talking with you offline, we we mentioned how like you can tell certain things were like they were fan service. There were certain things that you're like they were kind of like shoehorned in just for because of the fact that someone was going to complain if they didn't say something. Yeah. Um, the retcon of Ray's heritage, if it is a retcon, in fact. Um, yeah, we'll get to that in the spoiler yeah. discussion. But um, overall, though, I think solid movie. Um, it didn't make one of my lists that it, I guess you would probably be surprised by, but another Star Wars movie did. Um, well, this one barely made one of my lists too. Got it. So I there. I'm I love Star Wars and I adore yes. it, but I'm also very I'm a realist when it comes to that. I'm not That's gonna fair. I'm not gonna push something up because because of a franchise yeah no but totally i i um i think this did what it needed to do i think it really put a nice a nice bow around the saga of skywalker Um, and now let's just give us more mandalorian and knights of the old republic all right go ahead rye what do you think it was the most star warsy star wars i've had in a long time in my eyes like (laughs) if you it's funny it's funny you mentioned that right because i actually wrote that in my review that's over on the site how this is this feels the closest to the original trilogy in a way. Yes, exactly. With... Like it, it gave me that same feeling. Like the entire time, it had me on the edge of my seat. Like I was involved. It was. It didn't try to be anything different, but it didn't try to repeat the same things. Like, and that's what I loved about it. Like it felt different, but not too different. So I felt. Yeah, exactly. My wife just said, "Casey okay, so just said, uh." <laughs> Casey just said um, it's a whole new story and that's why I, and I just enjoyed it yeah there were flaws but easy to look past flaws nothing that really uh, you know like, like oh my god like that was ho- tr- uh, horrible or whatever I actually the biggest problem I actually had was actually with the trailer because some of the things that they set up like plot wise like subplot wise is spoiled for you in the trailer yeah so <clears throat> I guess I will 
piggyback off that and say I really liked it. And when I was writing my review, I actually my grade went up as I was writing it because I just remember more and more of what I liked about it. Yeah. What I didn't like because this one has many more flaws that than the other two. Um, a lot of exposition. A lot of people telling me things that I don't need <laughs> to know. Like the most annoying one, and this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. You, the knights, the knights of Ren are in there. Did I really need a stormtrooper to tell me? Oh my god, the knights of Ren. When they're going, I'm like, <laughs> when, they're, really when, they're, when they're marching that? down the corridor, yeah. yeah. I'm like, did I really need like... that? I really know they're the Knights of Ren already. I oh, look, know. it's Kylo Ren, isn't he? he? <laughs> but not everyone like else did. Family Guy. Oh, sorry. Anyone it that's watching like this movie parody. knows who the Knights of Ren are. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not someone that's a, a younger fan. If someone is starting with the last one, that's a problem. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they don't deserve to know who anyone is. It's like going like to Endgame. It's like going to Endgame and being like, wait a minute, how do the, all these superheroes happen to know each other? <laughs> Why are they coming out of portals? <laughs> but you do realize that there are a lot of people that watched Endgame that didn't watch the whole canon well, that, prior. So to, to, to Jenny's defense, and I, okay. she, she is right. Like there are the a point, lot of The point of this trilogy is not for us. The point of this trilogy is to introduce new people into the Star Wars world. So she's right. There are going to be like a lot of parents that bring their kids to this because it's their fandom and hopefully inspire their kids to want to <laughs> dig in and like go back and watch like the original trilogy. So that's my goal when I have kids. Absolutely. That it will be right. four, five, six, one, two, three, and then seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Do it the right way. Yeah, um, but the exposition, you're right. Sometimes it took you out of exposition. it. it took you out so the, of it. the yeah. first 45 minutes, I felt they were course correcting on a few things mm-hmm. and letting us know that they're course correcting and letting, letting us know who certain people were. Cool. The last 90 minutes of the movie, I was all in. There are other things that I will get we'll get into in a spoiler discussion now that I will uh, we'll dive into more. But the last 90 minutes had me. I cried twice. Uh, Jenny, I mean, Jenny and I joked how um, what's the percentage of me crying if something happens? And she's like, oh, like 85 percent. And then <laughs> when that certain thing happened, she, she looked over. and I Are was we just like, going to go into spoilers now or no? I am going to in like two minutes. Oh, all right. Well, so stay tuned. Good spoilery. <laughs> yeah. So but outside of that, I thought the culmination was great. Um, the use of the fan service worked when it needed to, especially what you mentioned off the line with the I know moment. Mm -hmm. So that worked really well for me. And the final shot of the movie, beautiful. I have no issues. In a way, I'm glad it's over. I'm just tired of listening to idiots. (laughs) (laughs) As a matter of fact, Leo, we are about to get into spoilers. So if you want to fast forward... Jenny, will you mark when we get into spoilers for our listeners? Yes. Thank you. So <laughs> now the gloves are off. Now the gloves are off. Um, Everybody dies. <laughs> Ryan, Thanos, why do you have to, Thanos why do you have to, comes out of nowhere. Imagine he starts snapping <laughs> shit all over the place. <laughs> it's like, you! Goes to Palpatine. Disney, Disney literally pulls out their cock on the table and says, I don't care which fandom you're here for. You're going to like everything. all our stuff. So <laughs> I'm going to get into the Ray connection. Yeah. Um. So the reason I want to get into that first is because I was about to get into a little spoiler comment that I was that when I mentioned idiots. Yes, idiots. Um. A couple of years ago, 
before the uh, last Jedi dropped, an idiot on Facebook said, I am 99% sure that Ray is a clone. <laughs> and I countered with, that's not going to happen. So, Ryan, you're holding your laughter there. Um, <laughs> no, I was just giggling. <laughs> so I'm surprised you're not starting the spoiler talk with your triumphant uh, prediction. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> I, mean, I think he's building, he's building up to that. I'm building up to that. Come on, man. I gotta give him. Do you want to blow your load right away, or do you want to have play, some foreplay? You gotta play with the foreplay. It depends yeah. on the girl. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true, right? Um, so yeah, so. I'll try not to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jenny, sometimes you want to get out of there sometimes back in the day. Come on. We all did. So, we all had those done. <laughs> <laughs> so when that didn't happen, yeah. it was just like one of the... And the reason I bring that up is because this person was very adamant, and, adamant, and super. Like, I know, I know people that work for Lucasfilm and they told me that Ray is a clone. Eat a dick. So... <laughs> As we move as we move forward, we get to who Ray really is. Yes, I personally like the fact that yeah. she was a nobody because one of the reasons, one of the things I love most about the Last Jedi, I wrote in my review, is the fact that it disconnects the Skywalkers from being the only ones that could be Jedi's, and we got this idea of Jedi's weren't always Skywalkers. If you look at the prequels, Mace Windu's not a Skywalker. Yep. Obi Wan's not a Skywalker. Yoda's definitely not a Skywalker. Yoda's definitely, baby Yoda's not a Skywalker. Baby Yoda's not a Skywalker. <laughs> so as we get to as Unless as we get to, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah. So going into full spoilers now, they retconned it in a way, but they still kept it to the fact that they aren't nobody. So Ray's parents are nobody. Her grandfather, though, is somebody. Yeah. So her grandfather yeah, is smart. Emperor Palpatine. And Ryan, you could take it away here. So me and Dave were texting the other day. Texting? Like, I've been saying this on the fucking podcast, my friend. I remember you saying on the pod, I'll be honest. I remember you texting it to me. That's where it stood out to me when that happened. And he says, I have a feeling that it's going to be, he, she's like related to Palpatine. And then we asked about it. And then I'm sitting there in the theater. And then it's starting to hint toward it. And I'm like, no, no. It can be. It's impossible. And David was fucking right. Yeah. Can I just say, like, after it came, like, after that was dropped, right? Like, as I'm watching the movie, that that reveal comes out. The first thing I do is I text David, and I'm like, "Holy crap! Like, this is it." And this is this is something you called out in the past, and I'm like, when he called it out, it seems so far fetched because I'm like. I, I pride myself in like picking up on little subtle hints <laughs> on like on like just story building. You're like, oh, this is gonna come back. This is like a detail. I'm like, I didn't see any kind of foundation for this kind of like logic for Palpatine being like, I guess having an offspring and that offspring having significance. Yeah. But your logic behind why you thought this was amazing. So I'm gonna read exactly what I told Leo. So I said, <clears throat> remember when on the podcast I had argued. Uh, we were having that discussion with G and we got a little heated regarding Last Jedi yes. and just Rey in general. So it's too obvious for her to be a Skywalker. Absolutely. And it I'm would glad be too, it didn't go there. It, yeah, I, I think so too. It would be too on the note for her to be a Skywalker. But then the same prediction that Ryan had, you had, mm -hmm. that you said Kenobi, that would be too left field. So if she's if she was going to be royalty, because we consider Kenobi's royalty and yeah. Skywalker's, why not be Palpatine? 
That's incredible. I never thought Palpatine would be back. I never predicted that like years ago or anything like that. But I always felt like if she was somebody, I think she was going to be Palpatine because it just. How do we feel about that? I like it. I love it. I personally think, and it's going to get into my a little note. I don't know why I started researching this, but I'm a Star Wars mark, so I researched. That's probably why you researched it because you love Star Wars. (laughs) So I did a little research because at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert, Ray has a custom new lightsaber, which is, is there, did, did anyone know the yellow. color? It's her staff, yellow. and it's yellow. So it's yellow. Yeah, the reason that is that is so important is because Star Wars is about balancing the force. What color, my friend, was Luke's Scott, Luke Skywalker's last lightsaber? Not the blue one, green. green. green right? What color is a Sith lightsaber? Red. Make those two colors together. It's yellow. How? When you mix those colors together, they combine to make yellow. I thought yellow blue and, and blue re- was blue green. And red. Yeah, no, blue and, blue and yellow, red make purple. Blue and yellow makes green. Did red. I get my colors in? It's a class of Jedi. Red. No, but that's not. Red that's... and yellow make orange. Man, you just ruined my goddamn Aww. thought. Sorry, we'll cut Leave this off. Leave it Jenny to break my heart. <laughs> what, what else is How new? dare you use color I, logic against your I husband? I was an art history major, so... <laughs> anyway, they only picked yellow. I read about this today, too. They only picked yellow because they wanted to distinguish her. And uh, since we're in spoiler talk, at the end of the movie, she buries Luke's and, Luke and Leia's lightsabers because it's also symbolic that that's it. Like, the there's no more... Over. The past is over, like no one else should have them. And she has her own. And if you look at the staff of her lightsaber, it's a piece from her actual staff because it's supposed to be like she went from being a scavenger to now a Jedi. And it's like her transition. She's completed her journey. And then she's yellow because it's just a different color in the in the thing. I mean, someone else has had a yellow lightsaber, but it's also a great Disney marketing ploy because now you can market a green lightsaber, a red lightsaber, a purple purple lightsaber, a yellow lightsaber like so now you have different ones. Based on your research, so I'm going to say it's deep I'm going to say it's for deep cuts. Man, color supposed to mean something. So and she was studying the text. So that could be it as well. That's all I'm going to say for deep cut because yellow, I think, is Sentinel. Green is Guardian. And I forget what blue is. Um, other than Mace, is there anyone else no that has, has like, their own color? No, no, no one has purple. It's either blue Not or red. Movie. Well, Luke, yeah, green. Luke so blue I've, and then he had green. So I obviously don't know how to mix colors. So my theory has <laughs> gone to shit. Are you colorblind? By chance, there's a lot. A good percentage of men are colorblind. Like maybe, that. maybe I am because I thought that looked like yellow. So no, it was yellow. No, Her I light thought about it was yellow. yellow. Oh, but you thought the mixture of colors. Yes. Okay, we'll move on. Anyway, so but I do think I also do think her taking the Skywalker name in the end. Yeah. And her being a Palpatine tech, the most powerful Sith in the film franchise. Yeah. While her establishing that she's not a Sith, that she's a Jedi, and taking the Skywalker name is also a way that she brought balance. complete balance to the Force. Finally. Yeah. So I think. You know, I was wrong on that, but I had both of those two. Yeah, I was like, regardless of your color confusion, your your logic behind how her heritage being Palpatine brings balance to the force was like indisputable. And it was like, wow, that's the right was right there. Like it should have been something that more people thought of because it seems so logical and so right. Well, when you look at it, it's just you have to. I'm, um, I'm an analyst. 
with the Oscars, I'm an analytics guy. It's yeah. you got to break down what what is too obvious and what's feasible. I think feasible was Palpatine not expecting Palpatine to return, but her just finding out that she's a she's a Palpatine. Yeah. And if anyone's wondering how he had a baby before he was shriveled up, he was a senator. And Naboo. So let's go back. That doesn't necessarily that, mean he, you know, he couldn't have get laid here and there. But, but let's like <laughs> let's also take that, that back. The age of Ray though means her parents were somewhat young as well. So yeah. that means this was the resurrected Emperor Palpatine that had a child. So I, all right. So a New Hope takes place twenty years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Before he got shriveled up, I think the Emperor is supposed to be in his fifties. So let's say he had it, had the baby before when he was in his fifties. Um, so that would mean that um, he it would be twenty years. So let's say the son is twenty years old at okay. the beginning of New Hope. That whole series I think takes place in like a, it's nine years, but I think it's like a five year gap. Okay, five six years. So that's say they're twenty five. This trilogy takes place. 30 year or 25 years after return of the jedi after return of the so jedi. that would make ray 25 and her father about 30, 30. Huh. so to simplify it maybe like he had he impregnated the his uh the person of the, the baby mama pretty much when right before he gained complete power in revenge of the sith and then they had the kid right around return of the jedi time yeah Damn. so i mean i think if you really, it's really you really have to sit down and find out when all these yeah. fake fictional characters were born and shit. <laughs> but um, but I think I think it makes sense logistically. That's um yeah. the other the other spoiler thing I really wanted to talk about was Kylo. I've <laughs> argued on here about Kylo before and how I don't feel that he is necessarily a bad character. Mm-hmm. I think that he is a. I think Jenny and I are the only ones that ever call out the Skywalkers on the regular for being whiny little bitches. <laughs> Luke. Except for Leia. Except for Leia. Leia is literally Leia's, the only one Leia's that never like the bitches best for Skywalker. She's the, the best Skywalker. She yeah. takes charge and is a bad yes. bitch. And she is. She owns that shit. Luke, oh, whiny so as hell. Annoying. Whoa is me. Two and a half like, movies. He, until Return of the Jedi. He's very whiny. Until, he, yeah, until he changed his clothes. Once he got in all black, and the green light it cool. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like... It's kind of like... um. Anakin. Once yeah. he got in the black and he got the long hair, it's like, let me be whiny, but not too whiny. Broody. It's more like, broody it's like and I'm more... sexy other than just bitchy and complaining. <laughs> He's like, they know who Batman is. If you're wearing black and broody, you have to like be more Bruce Wayne less rules. whiny. You're yeah. right. You're right. So, um, but yeah, like I see Kylo being whiny in the first one, Ben being whiny a little bit in the second one. And then once he became Supreme Leader at the end of the second one is when everything his demeanor started changing. I wrote about that in the review. In this movie, a starter from the get, badass from and the like, get. That I, opening oh, scene. Oh, from the opening scene. So, I don't um, know. I want to get your guys' take on this. I have a disagreement with a lot of people that have said that he's supreme leader, and this takes place a year after Last Jedi. Okay. That he basically just becomes another puppet to Palpatine at the beginning of the movie. I personally feel no. he was trying to play no. Palpatine because exactly. he didn't want anyone to yeah. take his power. So I never saw him, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm another. I'm a. He's a puppet again." Not at no, all. No, he just went straight to him because he was like, "Oh, like look, this guy's alive, and 
It said to in the find out what call his plan. He wanted to find them to keep his, make sure he had the most power. Mm-hmm. He said it in the ultimate opening crawl. But and that's if there is another big issue I had that I mentioned before. Spoiler wise, I don't like that they don't explain how he comes back. How he came back? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I, I kept trying to look at like visually. I kept trying to see whether he's like maybe being kept alive with life support. Maybe he's more cyborg than man. Like trying to figure out something there. But you're right. There's nothing that really explains how. I, and especially how did they get him from the Death Star that crashed and it was still there on Endor to uh, the planet that he was on? The Sith planet, which is yes. it's cool, but I guess I wish they weren't when, you know, I mentioned joke. They were always traveling, looking for play, for something in these movies. Um, I wish they could have just used their cell phone GPS. <laughs> <laughs> like They literally were looking for like a custom GPS device. Yeah, it's so, literally it. Uh, I guess if anything with the Palpatine thing, it would be, um, yeah, it's funny because you mentioned like one of the things that threw you out of it was all the exposition, but they didn't exposit, expose it, expose it, expose exposition. They didn't do that to the thing we needed to know, which was how. how? And it actually made me at the very end when um, Ray and him have their final standoff, which I loved. I don't know whether or not Palpatine is actually dead because I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Six movies ago. So here, uh, good good segue because but here he exploded, didn't he? Yeah, and here's a segue. I'm glad you set that up because it's something that I started thinking about uh, in my sleep. Had a little dream about Star Wars. Oh, right after the movie, kinky, very kinky. So no, I started thinking about the whole franchise as a whole, and that scene where Vader just throws him over. Mm-hmm. So in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Palpatine says the only way for him to die is for to kill him for his soul to leave his body and take over someone else's body. Right. Yeah. Um, If you put two and two together, Palpatine can't leave his body without being killed with hate from a Sith. If you go back to Return of the Jedi, I think Vader knew that this is the only way to kill Palpatine, and that's why he stopped Luke from killing him in Return of the Jedi, and that's why Vader died later in the hangar. He wasn't strong enough to take Palpatine's soul, and since Vader quote-unquote killed him and then died, Palpatine had nowhere to go besides back to his burnt and decayed body. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just something to think about. Soul swapping. Got I it. get behind that. Dope. So, listen, I, I try to justify a lot of this shit that didn't make sense in the movie just to make myself love it even more. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another thing. Uh, trying to think of any other spoiler stuff you guys want to talk about. Uh, oh, Chewie. Chew- what about you? What about oh, Chewie? yeah, he finally got his medal. <laughs> he got his medal. <laughs> I, I marked just- out for that. <laughs> it was so cute, bro. <laughs> it was like... I thought Maz was going to try to kiss him. Be completely honest, because I remembered like like oh that's my Wookiee. That's oh my yeah, because he had she had a crush on him. <laughs> that's why I thought like oh he's going to kiss him. It's going to be so cute, and then gives him out. I'm like oh that's even better. Um, <laughs> there, I fucking love that he got the medal because it's always a running joke. Like yeah. you see Han and Luke with the medal, and Chewie's just like yeah, I helped too, you know. <laughs> um, but obviously, he also signifies that sin. Spoiler alert: the moment that made me cry is when Leia died mm, and became yeah. a Force ghost. Um, the it was only funny, thing... speaking of that, oh, sorry, go ahead. But, um, when Kylo Ren did die, I was sitting there, I'm like, you know, no one truly dies until they are, they, they disappear. And right when I thought that, that's when he disappeared. I'm like, oh, wait, never fucking mind. And then right after that, she disappeared. And, and I like, love okay, that now. Ben died because I just feel like 
Uh, it would have been too. I was so on, sad he died. It would have been too like, on oh. the note of a happy ending. Ray and Kylo, Ray, yeah. Ray and Ben all living together. Yeah. I like, you know, in a I way. I was digging that relationship, though. That kiss at the end, I was like. Their hmm. chemistry is on, on their point. Chemistry like, is. I hope they do more stuff together but because they are really good together. But the whole franchise, though, see, I wasn't part of the uh, the shippers for them. I saw more of like a, a sibling uh chemistry with them where it was well like, i thought so until they kissed and then i was like then they kissed mm-hmm. i was like oh no see i thought that was one of those fan service moments where i'm like you're doing this because the fans want to see them hook up but in the beginning of the movie i was totally all about poe and <laughs> yes as you can like, see just damn but, so this but then uh, oscar isaac then the uh then carrie russell came on board and i'm like oh what's yeah. going on there <laughs> i was actually surprised that we only got to see like her eyes and i was like but i did love the whole felicity um jj abrams created felicity yeah with her so i really like that he put her in the movie and they it was like a and greg gunberg um hell yeah who's also he was on lost but yep. he was mm-hmm. on felicity uh, too Dominic monaghan yeah so. and um the guy who played charlie on lost made an appearance he on did. Uh, that too that i was wondering yeah. who that was i'm like i'm like he was also the one guy in logan in uh origins um, why are you bringing that guy. up, Ryan? Why are you bringing that movie why, up when we're why, talking why, about a why, much why, better why, movie? Why you got to make things sad, Ryan? Don't don't, don't, don't bring <laughs> sadness into this podcast. It's what I do. <laughs> so Lando, Lando has the greatest doing nothing cameo of all time. Like he yep. was important, but not really important. Yeah. But I love seeing him. Are, I was. Are yeah. you surprised with Lando being risen to the like rank of general and being like? Everyone remind, thinking of him as like this like crazy mythical character. Well, Return of the Jedi, they made him a general. Okay. Yeah. When they fought uh, with the Battle of Endor. I'm just thinking about him, like thinking about Lando Calrissian and like his storyline. I'm like, huh. I'll be the right. ultimate traitor. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you guys really didn't. You kind of like just skip to the end of his storyline. But okay, that's fair. Whatever. All right, David, Mister Big Great predict- Predictor, sir. Did you predict who the uh, traitor was in the first order? No, I actually. I had no idea who that was going to be. <laughs> I knew there was going to be that heel turn with that guy. You mean ba- ma- baby face turn, not heel no, turn. No, 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 yeah. no, no, not that. The, but the main guy that like was going to uh, Palpatine alone. Oh. His, uh, this guy, yes. the actor. I forgot his name now. Oh, so the guy who played Thawne? That was the character's name, right? Thawne, didn't they say? I think so, yeah. So him, I knew there was something up because I was like, I know he's not going to, he's not taking orders for real from him. No, he's taking orders from Palpatine, yeah. So uh, that I knew. But I didn't expect that to be... Um, and, then, and then he dies right away. The, it's funny. The only reason I kind of had a feeling he might have turned into a good guy was because the all the roles I've seen him in are as a good guy. Like he's done rom coms. He's done like comedies. He's Why do done, you have to like, bring that up first? Yeah, shut up. All right, <laughs> easy. But no, but he, he is. But he's such a likable actor. I think like two years ago he had like a onslaught of films that he was in, and he's always like a face. Watch Ex Machina. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so good in that. Exactly. So I'm like, I was a little surprised to see him as a villain on this. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, okay, he's back to being good. All right. I'm cool but the way it. they did his, it is like, <laughs> I don't care if you win. I just want to see him yes, lose. I, I was like, his, his reason for turning on everybody. It kind of still keeps him a villain in a way. Yes. Because he's like, I don't give a shit like, if you win. I don't care win. about your causes at all. I just don't like him. Yes. <laughs> um, In terms of how did, we mentioned defeating Palpatine, I like the use of two lightsabers one that belonged to leia which anyone that knows this is supposed to be leia's story and mm-hmm. unfortunately he passed away but i do love the de-aging 
and seeing them train together, Luke and Leia train together. I wish it was a that little was bit awesome. longer. That yes. was fucking I, awesome. I want a whole mini series on them training. Oh my god, it's so awesome. You can do animated. I mean, yeah, you can. Disney Plus, do <laughs> it. <laughs> and then we see. I think that that Luke tells her to stop because she's pregnant with uh, Ben. I think that's. Uh, oh, I missed that. Yeah, I think really? that's why he told they stopped their training because. No, then she stopped. Oh. No, like because she had that vision that the next time someone picks up the lightsaber. Yeah, is was it that? To help. Yeah. That's why she stopped. Oh, it. okay. It. I thought that she was around the time that she was pregnant with Ben. No, luckily I think no. the Ryan's right. She said that they stopped the training because she saw that into her own future mm. that um her, her um her offspring would bring about something something. something. Which she did. Quick quick <laughs> thought. At first, I thought that Finn, because we never found out what he wanted to tell Ray. I think we both know what he wanted to tell Ray. No, I I think it's something else. Yeah? I think he has the Force because he feels stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what he wanted to tell her, not that he loved her. But why wait till yeah, you're about to Yeah, it's obvious to tell her he loved her. That's her. what I thought it was. But I you're thought right. it was that. But at the end of the movie, in the ship, where, he, like, where, she, where Ray died for a moment until Ben sacrifices himself, he feels it. He's the only one that feels that she died. Hmm. So I think Finn has the force. You're right about him showing the signs of force. And I think that's sensitive. what he wanted to tell her. Huh. Because in my hmm. head, I'm like... Dude, you just find out this chick is Palpatine's like offspring. You're friend zone for life, my dude. <laughs> She's no way. There's no way you're getting with her. No. This isn't a rom com. This isn't love, actually, <laughs> or serendipity. I saw, wait. Palpatine spawn is not gonna fucking date Finn. But and, I saw uh, this connect. So like that connection with that girl. On oh, that. yeah, the other, name the, now. the other trooper. Yeah, but I don't the other I, trooper. I, I didn't care. I saw that chemistry. I didn't care yeah, for that. So did I. I didn't care for that because in The Last Jedi, he had a connection with Rose. Who yeah. is just like thrown Yo, to the side? Yeah, just, yeah. Like, I, I almost I, felt bad. I will say, like, they really did not use her well at all. Yeah, she was just movie. like hanging. Billy but Lord had more scenes. What would they have done? What would she have really done? I know you just said they would have scenes but it would have felt like she was forced in there i yeah. no pun intended um oh that was such a good pun if you wanted it to be <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said um, <laughs> no i agree with you i think it was used right and i think i i hate finn for the first and second movie i think really? there was a because Even i feel, one because I, I liked him in the first one because yeah, i, I felt that finn. there was a good story there of a stormtrooper that betrayed the first order and they never did anything with it. You're right. He just became just some sidekick that didn't do anything. In this one, I feel like he was more assertive. And him and Poe, this is the best. And I like Oscar Isaac as an actor. This is the best Poe has been in the entire trilogy. Yeah. Well, I think uh, also they gave like him. Very Han Solo-ish Force in Force Awakens, Poe was dope, too. I feel though. like they gave them all a little more screen time in this. Yeah. Which I liked seeing. I will say that, like, off the bat, the three of them, like, Ray, Poe. Like, I just felt like I saw them more over everyone else. Well, this is the in first this? time they ever worked together, which is ironic yes. because Han, Leia, and Luke were always together. <laughs> so <laughs> it's weird that they saved it for last. Well, it, I think that also goes to show like the the, the building of this narrative, this story. Like mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't cohesive because it wasn't the same person writing the whole story. Yeah, right? I think this is a patched trilogy. Yeah, like I liked all the movies. If we but had, I, if we could gotten the same creative team from Force Awakens to complete the whole thing, who mm-hmm. knows what we would have been seeing? Yeah. But at this point, it was at the very end they were just trying to make it and salvage what they could. Yep. And for that reason alone, I think it stuck the landing because of what do they were think, trying to do with this movie and trying to fix other things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You did as best as you could, considering you had to 
not really work on things that you were setting up from two movies two ago. Two movies ago. What'd you say, Ray? Do you think if any there was any back like any changes because of the backlash of yes. Uh, yes. Last Jedi? Yes, of course. Do you think like it would have been more uh, if people weren't such assholes about it? Which, by the way, I had an asshole in my theater when I went to go see it. He was like every time Ray did something cool or powerful, he would literally scoff at it, like throw his hand up in the air and pointing at it. I couldn't help but to just want to flip him off and be like, really, dude? But anyway, but because of people like that asshole, um, do you think like that's what made it so feel so patchy, especially in the last? Yeah, th- I think this is better. So I think this is what the problem, the biggest problem with this movie, if you want to really want to look at it, critics hate it because, or not hate it, it's at 57, 58% on RT, but it's one of the highest audience scores in the entire franchise. Nice. It's a complete opposite of The Last Jedi. Critics hate that Rise of Skywalker didn't take advantage of the originality of The Last Jedi and just went back to, you know, Star a formulaic <laughs> script. Yeah. Fans like it because they went back to a formulaic script. So it's the same thing. And I've noticed that critics are just being very whiny about it. They're being worse than Star Wars They're fans. They're being fanboys <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and it's crazy because it's like, I didn't think it could get worse than Star Wars fans because some Star Wars fans are just like... Yeah. Like, is it because this was the year of the geek and they're tired of having to praise geek movies? Is that you think that's it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but final thoughts, I think this was a really solid conclusion. I mm-hmm. like when they buried the Luke Sabres. and Leia Sabres. That's kind of like their burial because they became Force Ghosts. So this is like burying them. Is that your favorite moment of the movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, favorite movie of the movie? That's a good question. Right? I like. I, I mean, there's a lot of that I like, like the battle with Kylo and and Ray on the with the water in the background. That lightsaber battle, that was, was dope. really dope. But in terms of m- vision, that's what I'm taking away. Like her burying the two sabers, and then her looking into the the two suns, that and then beautiful. the movie ending. I mean, that's uh, it. That's all I, I need. With me, it was a uh, Kylo Ren and Han Solo. Um, where he looks instead yeah, of saying talk like, about that, they're just yeah. looking at each other and he's like, I know, like, you know that he wants to apologize for everything that went down. But it's like Han Solo in his Han Soloist Han Solo moment. <laughs> just again with the I know two words. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that got me. That got me. That, that was great. All right. So I'm going to rank them. And I feel very good with this where I have this right now. So. If you guys agree, whatever you guys have a little different, let me know. So in last place and distant, distant last, I have Attack of the Clones. What? No. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In s- oh, are we counting Solo? Yeah, and- so I'm doing everything. Uh, see, I would probably put Solo as bottom. Like Over bottom. Attack really? of the Clones? Hell yeah. Hell at no. Least, at least, look, as, as terrible as Attack of the Clone was, at least I saw a purpose for that movie. There was no effing purpose for Solo. Um, Young Lando and Donald Glover is Lando. Nope. That's good <laughs> enough for me. Nope. It's still better than nothing. I hate sand. It did nothing to advance this plot whatsoever. At least I got to see Hayden Christensen in a rat tail. You know, if it wasn't for people complaining about Star Wars, there probably would have been a movie to help make it more sense, like to help you with that fact. Yes. Because I'm sure with that ending. Well, there was going to be. We were going to get another one with Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. And then Solo flopped. It didn't flop. It did terrible. It did flop. Well, it flopped because it cost too. I'm not going to get into that. All right. right. So next up, I have episode one. Okay. Okay. Then I have Solo. So those are my bottom three. Those are the, like, I, would put, and I, I would put the same three movies, but I would put Solo last and then the other two. Boom, boom, yeah. So the reason I have, I do like Solo. 
but obviously it's lower tier. Mm -hmm. Then I get to episode three, Rangers of Sith is my next one. Then I get to Return of the Jedi because I think outside of Vader, Luke, and the Emperor, Return of the Jedi is not a good movie. Return you of the, like the beginning, you don't no, like I, oh, and I know, you, and I know you like that movie. I, I don't, have a soft spot for it, and I, I, do, I don't think there is anything con- like memorable to me outside of that because those last thirty minutes with the Emperor, as soon as the Emperor hits the ship, is when I'm all in. I don't like anything at Jabba's chamber. Hmm. Okay, I actually, not for nothing. We don't. If I if it was 1983 and I've never seen how Jabba the Hutt looks, I would kind of be disappointed <laughs> that you know you you hype this guy True. up as this like kingpin and he's just like a giant slug, a giant slug, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I guess. Um, Slave Leia looks I great. I think that's probably why she's. That's probably why this movie is higher on <laughs> yep. most that's geeks' my, list. That's my Slave Leia. Yeah, Hello. Slave Leia looks well, actually, great. Ryan, is it really a soft spot? but honestly i feel like it's very i think it's a bit overrated because people with reason have such a great love for that last couple of minutes that you look at it and put it down you know higher up i think it's i think i have it in the right spot then after that i have i still want to see that movie with wookies like it was originally intended i I know we'll never will, but fuck. <laughs> and then we'll, and then I have Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So I have it right now, three, four at six. Mm. And then I have Rogue One, which I love more and Rogue more and more incredible. every time I watch yes. it. Then I have Force Awakens. Then I have Last Jedi. Then I have New Hope. And if anyone else has The Empire Strikes Back not a number one, then you need to think, rethink your lives. My <laughs> Where's the Christmas special? Um, deep <laughs> down in my ass, because there's no way I would ever rank that. Wow, man. Jenny loves a Christmas special because it has B. Arthur in it. <laughs> We're watching it. Uh, has we a lot of good right people in it. Christmas. So, I know you have Return of the Jedi a little higher, right? But what about everything else? Does it fit like your order? Yeah, no, because I will like as much as I didn't love Rise of Skywalker. I, even right now, it's too early to put it much higher. But I might put it a little bit above Rogue One. But and I do love Rogue One. Every time I watch it, I still get teary-eyed for almost all the deaths. Mm-hmm. So to be able to do that to me is outstanding. But no, I solid list. Yeah, all right. I, and... I have a Revenge of the Sith higher because I just that freaking Obi Wan Anakin fight, bro, is so like good. it lived up to like what I envisioned. Like just reading what the fight was supposed to be, why Darth Vader is on life support. That's what I thought it looked like, and it delivered on all of that. And they had to do that because the Clone Wars did not live up what everyone <laughs> said it was. <laughs> it didn't was really fair, fair. So they had to live up to it, and I agree. I actually yeah. wrote a paper on Revenge of the Sith and the score in oh, college. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so Rise of Skywalker. We all love Star Wars here. Yeah. We'll continue to love Star Wars, and we can keep geeking on with more Mandalorian and the future on Disney+. Plus. So if you haven't what seen it. What is next, it, do you think? Uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. No, I'm saying, but uh, I'm saying in general. We're not getting. We're not. Well, no. Iger said it's going to be a while. We're for not going to for a movie. Yeah, but three for, years. He said. Yeah. They're taking a three-year break, approximately. You know what yes, that means? Well, really, they're not taking a break because they're writing this shit right now yeah. and they're prepping it, and then in three years it'll be ready for. Yeah, like, with new characters. It means we're going to get more Marvel stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, let's get into our top tens of 2019 because wow. we're gonna end this with the decade. Okay. So, so before before we do our best, I'm gonna run through my worst of 2019. 
Did you guys do worse of 2019? I didn't do worse of yeah. 2019, no. I did. Okay, so. I'll I d- also have G. G couldn't be with us today. So, so you I can have, do his. You can do his worst. I have just his run worst films of 2019. Do ten, oh no, wait, I did do worst of 2019. Just do ten, th- do ten through one for him. The whole thing. The whole thing. Go ahead. All right, number ten is after. I don't know, know that, what that like, is. That tween movie. We have a review on the site, guys. Oh. Uh, number nine, The Goldfinch. Number eight, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. That's on my list too. That number seven, so Gemini Man. Number six, Hellboy. Oh. Number five, The Fanatic. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> number four, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Number three, Men in Black International. Wow. Number two, Black Christmas. Uh, there will be a. There should be a review also on the site. And then number one. Dun, dun, dun. Serenity. Oh my God! All right, that's uh, rough. Jen, you want to do your ten through five on that? Sure. Or ten through six. Let me just switch back to me. Okay. I have five. <laughs> I only have the five. That's fine. Okay, my worst of twenty nineteen. My number ten, Dark Phoenix. I didn't hate it as much, <laughs> but it's on there. I love it. I number love it. nine, Glass. It's not my. It's. It was hard to put this worse because I really w- was what I expected. Glass was my most. It's on my list too. Glass is my most disappointing film of the yeah, year. Yeah, because like, I didn't hate it. I, I expected watch it, again, it so much more. But then I you, thought there could be a little. Then more. you realize M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong is the one that made it. So <laughs> go ahead. Number eight, The Secret Life of Pets Two. Oh, you didn't like it? It's not that I didn't like it. It just wasn't as good as the first one. I was a little disappointed because I now own the Blu-ray for it. But we got it on Black Friday. Number seven, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Worse? Wow. Yeah, worse. So I really didn't. <laughs> Tom Hanks is the greatest thing about this movie. And I was really upset because like. It's not about I Mr. Really, Rogers. It's not about Mr. Rogers. I get it. But like I didn't care enough about Matthew Reese's character to sit through like two hours of it. And OK, I like I like Matthew Reese because I love him in The Americans. I love him. I've loved him since like Brothers and Sisters, that TV show on ABC. G knows what I'm talking about. And I thought Tom Hanks did a phenomenal job, but it just wasn't the movie that I thought it would be. And I, I mean, I know it wasn't supposed to be just about him and whatever, but I felt like the, the documentary just did better. And I mean, that delved more into Mr. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor? I agree. Um, so anyway, I didn't really... It's on my worst list. It just wasn't what I expected. Number six, Charlie's Angels. Oh, it, d- it didn't make my worst. It, it was just forgettable. Not good. And then number five, The Lion King. Oh, yes! No, wait. Hold on. I yes. think I went too far. Oh. Anyway. Number five, yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, uh, Rye, Rye, since you had five, yeah. just do all your five right now. My five is Dark Phoenix, Men in Black <laughs> International, What Men Want, Shaft, and Hellboy. Wait, I thought you liked Shaft. Yeah, when I <laughs> 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 like after some careful. He's saying. like, I don't think I want to admit this right now, but okay. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I looked at it, like I like when I was making this list. I really had like, what did I really not like, and what things I would not even want to go back and look, and that's made the topic. I would actually rewatch what men want. I give Men in Black another watch. I'm definitely going to give Dark Phoenix another watch. Those other two, Dave, I texted you when I watched Hellboy. I'm like, yeah, I was how long do I have that. to watch so we can make the list? I'm like the, the whole movie. Thing. Damn it. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Leo. All right. So similar to all you guys, there's a preface on this list, right? Because like, I could honestly say I've had a really fantastic 2019. A lot of the movies I've seen I've enjoyed. So, like, towards the bottom of this list is stuff that I enjoyed. I just didn't enjoy it as much as everything else. So, my number 10, Judy. Man. Wow. Break my heart. 
You broke my heart. I know, I know. Academy Award nominated Judy Academy is Award. on my number not number ten. Soon uh, to be Academy Award yeah. winning Judy. Number nine, Lion King. Uh, for that, it was heartbreaking. Just man, because, dude, we got into debates about the Lion King, and you defend. And now it's on your worst I, of the it year. It has to be. But no, number eight, Captain Marvel. Really. Number seven. Jen thinks you don't like women anymore. <laughs> number seven, John Wick 3. Really? Yeah. That's wow. surprising. And that was actually on my best list, and then I took it out. But uh, Compared to one and two, I just thought uh, I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. And number six, Lego Movie, the second part. <gasps> oh, I like Lego Movie. Again, oh. heartbreaking that this is the way, this is how brutal we have to be on these lists. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those are my uh, my beginning ten. All right, so plus Lego two doesn't touch Lego one. Not it all. doesn't. Not no, it doesn't. So I want to give an honorable mention to Midsommar because, <laughs> <laughs> because that movie is something special for all our listeners. If you can go back and go listen, back to June twenty nineteen, you need to listen. David's rant on breathtaking rants on Midsummer. Shout out to Serge. He was shout on that ep- episode with us. So yeah, Midsummer. shout out on an honorable mention on that. Number 10, the fanatic. Why it's not higher on my list. Cause it's, a great fucking movie. You would rewatch it. I would rewatch the shit out of the fanatic. It is so bad. And I've said this off the line when the first line of the movie is I can't stay long. I got to poo. You know, you're in for some cinematic masterpiece. Uh, my number nine is the laundromat. So I, that was supposed to be a big player. It was. Yeah. So I missed it. I, I missed it on Netflix when it first debuted. And like about three, four weeks ago, I was like, all right, let me just throw it on. Let me see what this is about. It's quite boring, and Meryl Streep and Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas are completely wasted. Uh, my number eight is Glass. Similar to what Jenny said, it's extremely unfortunate how great Split was and how bad Glass was. And um, I just don't think it culminated very well. That's another, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. The next one is Extremely Wicked shockingly evil and vile oh i remember seeing a trailer so for that's this a ted thing. bundy movie yeah zach efron is great in it the movie itself is boring it's not interesting at all you'd think a ted bundy film would be very interesting it's extremely boring and it's unfortunate because zach efron is wasted because he is really really solid in this and then jen's probably happy that this made my list because she's probably happy she didn't sit down and watch it for me. Three from Hell. Oh yeah, is that I a horror? Be like that. a horror movie? Like a yeah. it's a Rob Zombie movie. There it is. I hate so Rob Zombie. I like Ugh. I like House of a Thousand Corpses and I love Devil's Rejects. I think that's really solid. I was curious to why they would bring them back like ten years later. I still am wondering why they would bring them back <laughs> ten years later. It is really not necessary, and it's. Uh, yeah, so that's my number six. I'll just go with my five you ever through. See, uh, Dave, you ever see El Super Bisto? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, it's an anime film by Rob Zombie. It's really messed up. I like, was about to say it's probably terrible too. Um, my, it's one of those terribly good ones. Like my ones. my number five, I blame Ryan because we Jenny and I were on our honeymoon, and in we were in Spain, and for some reason their Netflix in Spain had movies that were still in theaters. So I said, I'm going to watch Shaft. 
Yeah, because he, well, you're did, welcome for he the content. did speak very highly of Shaft when it came yes, out. Yes, he did. Because we, I remember recording that. Yeah. I remember your disbelief on that. So, yeah. So. Marijuana <sighs> is awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am not a Shaft fan. I had never liked Shut the your sh- mouth. I never liked the show. <laughs> I, 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 I never liked. But we're talking about Shaft. <laughs> I never liked the Sam L movie. I just wasn't into it, right? But for the fans of the of the franchise and the show, if you're promoting the original Shaft, let's not bring him back for five minutes at the end of the movie. Do you agree with that, Ryan? Yes. That was to me. It didn't slap me in the face. To be fair, I could give two fucks. Force Awakens did it first with Luke. Touche, touche. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of defense of that. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, a loss for words. That's a loss for words. But yeah, outside of that, the movie is it's a cash grab. Okay. A cash grab that didn't grab any cash. That's the worst kind yeah. of cash grab. Um, the next next one up on my list, I blame Jenny because she made me see it after I begged her over and over and over. I didn't <laughs> like want to see it. Yeah, he's not responsible for the top five of his list. No, I'm responsible for the next three after this. What men want. Okay. What men want is absolute trash. I actually like what women want. Women want yeah, entertaining. entertaining it's all. a good entertaining. one. It, what men want is hot garbage. And it deals with being a sports agent. Oh, no. This movie should have been amazing. He's angry now. Wait till he sees me finish my list. Oh, God. Oh, well, that... Uncut Gems is number one on Jenny's. If it's... A, I mean... Get no. Right. Do you know how... Are you a divorce lawyer? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. I won't even lie. Adam Sandler was kind of hot in that. Anyways, my number three hmm. is the worst horror remake of the decade, Black Christmas. Ooh. It is garbage. Absolute garbage, a waste of time, a waste of a remake, and a waste of using the name Black Christmas. And then my number two is The Haunting of Sharon Tate. When you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah, and you see a horror movie based on the same thing. And, it's, I, and if I heard correctly, I remember like reading stuff about it that it's like they recreate the death a couple of different times. Yes. And like they're brutally visual on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And they try to make it supernatural. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty awful. Hillary Duff is actually aggressively bad in it. Too. Hillary Duff is in this? She's Sharon Tate. You watched this? Yeah, I did. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so my number five, The Lion King. <laughs> number four, Stuber. Ooh. It that wasn't was my, good. That's my number 11. I was I a little actually, bummed. I had a little higher hopes because Batista and then um, Kumail. Kumail, yeah. But, you know. It's all right. It was fine. Yeah, that was that he was my number. Good in that in that one coming out though, that one with him spy? and the little kid, like the spy yeah, or that, something. Yeah. Number three, that was cute. Men in Black International. Uh, I think I'm the only one that liked it a little bit. It's not bit that here. I didn't like it, <laughs> but like, eh, like I thought Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson were great together. And Thor they have is very great good every chemistry. Thor and uh, number two, this might get David mad, but Brightburn. Oh, oh well, I no, see that. So I badly. thought it was kind of boring. I was indifferent. I was just like, when will this end? So, perfect example. Leo, is Superman not the most boring superhero of all time? He is. This is Brightburn, bright, heel Superman is just so as boring. Jeez, so there's nothing possible for this guy to be <laughs> entertaining. No. Red Sun. Do okay. I give you so my he, number one? He has to be Russian for it to be entertaining. So, no, hold your number okay, one. I'll hold my number one. Ru- oh, you, Ryan, you already went, and Leo? Yeah. So, my number cinco is Glass. 
Oh, no one likes class here. My number four is uh, Ryan's going to cry on this one. Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Is that an animated really? movie? It's an animated yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because like, you know what it was? It's a Justice League movie, but like there was barely any Justice Leaguing done. Wonderful. Like I, there wasn't enough Batman for me. There wasn't enough Justice Leaguing for me. So yeah, it's there. Uh, right. But don't worry because Asshole. right, right after, right after this is uh, gonna break David's heart. Lighthouse. You didn't even finish <laughs> it. <laughs> But if we're going based on like how much I want to rewatch this movie, it's not it's not really oh, high. No. Um and my number two is The Fanatic. You finish it? I did finish it. Oh. A- after I left this place last week or a few weeks ago, um I couldn't help it. I was like, I wanna give this a shot. So was I right? Is it not it's, great? It's it's entertaining, it's heartbreaking seeing Travolta do this. <laughs> it's yeah. This is the same guy that did pulp fiction, guys. Yeah. And Saturday Night Fever. Oh he needs God. a paycheck, man. Angry. Yeah. Angry. Well, I guess Grease. I'm you the, want me to start off the number ones? Yes. To put around? Yes, sir. And that brings me to my number one. In typical Leo, MCU loving, Fox Marvel hating, X-Men Dark oh, you Phoenix. It. You saw it. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> Jeez. You know, I'm the worst say he didn't like it. <laughs> you know, and the, the funny thing is, like, and like, it's funny because like, right after I watched it, what I had to do is I had to go on Disney+. Plus. I went on X-Men the Animated Series and I watched the only good version of X-Men Dark Phoenix that exists in this world. So I have a question for you, Leo. You love the X-Men more than anybody here. <laughs> um, how did you feel with them fixing the timeline of the films in I know. Days, Days of Future, of Future Past, Past and then killing off mystique when she's gonna still be alive a few years later it's any thoughts on that it's fox at their best it's freaking fox at their best but yeah that's uh that's, that's your number one number sophie one. turner's good though right so yeah that's the thing about this movie is like it's it was entertaining like i still was like oh this is an okay i liked it more than i thought i would yeah i will say that Absolutely. i did like it more than i thought but I like at the end of the day i'm still a comic book nerd at heart and this had so much potential to be so much better. Who is Jessica Chastain in the Phoenix story? <laughs> Just curious. I really thought she was going to be Miss Sinister, bro. Yeah. I wanted that so badly. All right, yeah. go ahead. What's your number one? What women want. What, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I love Taraji, but it just was not a good movie. I was, no. I had, I had high hopes for it. Um, <laughs> I had is- high hopes for it being like a comedy, like something light hearted you know not a big deal but uh no it was it was not good and uh yeah that's my number one what and my number want? one i match g is serenity wow <sighs> serenity is um quite the movie i'm just not gonna i i think you guys should watch it one day <laughs> oh yeah screw you <laughs> it's on amazon <laughs> uh, in in the middle of the movie you find out that the son is playing a video game and that is what the movie is about. Just, I hear dead silence, and I think I understand why. <laughs> it's a video no. game. No. Not Computer game, this. I believe. Computer game. I'll I read believe. the wiki. <laughs> well, <laughs> Go ahead, Rye. There, there's a movie coming out that's similar to that that kind of premise I am actually kind of looking forward to, though. Oh, is it the, uh, the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I am looking yeah, forward to that. This, that is, complete, this is completely so cool. This is completely different because we don't find out if there's a video game going on. It's about an hour and twenty minutes into the movie. 
Oh, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go into our best of the year. So I'm going to give an honorable mentions because this year I think was the best year of the 2010s. Um, some honorable mentions, Toy Story 4, Us, Booksmart, Dr. Sleep, Peanut Butter Falcon, Blinded by the Light, Ford v. Ferrari, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, and The Lighthouse. Because I love The Lighthouse. <laughs> no, but it's funny. But I did preface it. This is a weird fucking, it's movie. A weird fucking movie. You're either going to love it or yeah. hate it. And it's, I perfectly... I per- and like I said, yeah. to be fair, like it's I did watch it on Cody. I didn't watch it in the movie theaters. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I, If I watched this in the theaters on the first watch, I yep. probably might like it. Yep. But the version that I saw of it was meh. And I don't really want to watch it again yep oh and i forgot rocket man that's an honorable oh, nice. another honorable mention my number 10 is rise of skywalker um as we talked about it earlier i was very happy with the way it ended despite its flaws me being a star wars mark i think it nailed everything and in, in terms of creating my favorite top 10 of the year that hit number 10 my number nine is a movie leo and i just saw last week 1917 it is the best cinematography of the decade maybe the best cinematography i think i've ever seen in a movie it is outstanding it's a war movie that i even think jenny would like my number eight is jojo rabbit um wow that's lower than i expected yeah when you hear the rest i think you'll you'll be okay with it uh number eight is jojo rabbit taika watiti at his best he's great as hitler um, <laughs> Worst you never I, thought you would have know, to right? say. <laughs> Scar Joe is incredible in this movie. I like her more in mm-hmm. this than Marriage Short, to be honest with you. Um, everyone in the movie is fantastic. Number eight is Jojo Rabbit. My number seven is Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems is... I don't like Adam Sandler. And I've said this plenty of times. Words that you are used to saying. Yes. <laughs> I was blown away by Adam Sandler in this movie. It is my second favorite performance of the year outside of Joaquin. Nice. He is that good i love sports i love betting on sports put a good performance and the safety brothers directing the movie and writing the film it is top notch it is uh, jenny would i don't know jenny would agree it is tense the entire movie would you agree yeah especially the last 20 minutes in the film yeah no of course in in the the film film. (laughs) the post-credit scene (laughs) No, yeah, there's a lot of tension. You're just kind of like... What's so I think you got... Rye, I know it's a little bit more of a prestige film. I know you're not too, too into those. I think you'd like this. I think you'd really, really like it. Yeah. And Leo, you're, like, you, you like definitely told, like would like you, it. Like I told you, like if you had told me, yo, it's about betting, it's about sports, yeah. like, that would get me alone. But the Adam Sandler, I'm like, I don't want to watch Adam Sandler. You, you know what the crazy... <laughs> yeah, but this isn't typical Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. is so good because t- he's actually playing... Like I said, I even thought he was kind of attractive in this movie. Like he's playing an asshole. Not Adam Sandler. He's playing... Like weird. He's playing an asshole. Yeah. In a yeah, weird so way. in the movie he plays an a- he not an asshole, but just a guy that, a fuck up. And but you Sandler's so good that you're like, "Come on, man, just stop doing this. Stop betting." Okay. So it makes you feel All for right. the character and a score is pretty under underrated on that. So Uncut Gems is my number 7 and then my number 6 is Knives Out. Nice. Star Wars favorite director Ryan Johnson does it again. Three straight hits for me: Looper, Return of uh, Last Jedi, and P- Knives Out. It's a whodunit. I think I like. I think it's my favorite whodunit of all time. I wouldn't. Be, that's not even that crazy. And I've bro. seen Clue. That's not even that crazy. And I know Jen loves Clue, but I think this kicks Clue's ass. No way, Clue is <laughs> <we> amazing. 
It kicks Clue's ass. It it story wise, yes, fine, but not not as far as like entertainment the value. Act, the actors or the comedy, no. The performance, like, the performances are much better in Knives Out. But that's like Anna the Armas, performances. Daniel Craig. That's, yeah, that's fine. But I'm just talking about yeah, like James just Bond, fun, Captain not America. thinking performances. Tim Curry. Uh, I like Clue. Like, Don't get me wrong. I like Clue, but I really, really love Knives Out. Knives so that's my ten through Clue. six. Go ahead, Jen. So I actually have uh, G's best oh, of yes. 2019. Same thing, so right? I'm gonna ten through six. Read. Um, do you want me to read the whole list for G? Yeah, you could do the whole list for him. Okay, well, he's got some honorable mentions. Okay. So for G, he has Midsummer, Ad Astra, Good Boys, Us, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home. So his one through ten, so I'll start with ten, Ready or Not, number nine, Knives Out, Hustlers, Peanut Butter Falcon is seven, Rocket Man is six, Joker is five. Marriage Story is four. Woof. Three, wow. Avengers Endgame. What the? Gee, you're number, never coming back on the freaking podcast. <laughs> number two is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And his number one movie of 2019 is, any guesses? Oh, I already saw it, so I won't answer. Parasite. Wow. No Irishman. Mm. Okay. Heartbroken. All right, go ahead. For me, my number 10 is Dr. Sleep. My number nine is Jojo Rabbit. My number eight is The Irishman. My number seven is Rocket Man. And my number six is Pet Cemetery. Really? Nice. Yeah, I really like this one. Nice. Interesting. Well, because I saw the original a little bit before I saw this one, and I just thought they did a really good job and that then their butter. twist. And the song at the end when well, they made like the cover Munster band. Better than okay, but I didn't think it was bad. Was it was it, good. Was it John Lithgow? It was a, yeah, John Lithgow. Yeah. I thought it was a really good like I liked it. No, I liked with it. the twist. And the, Jen likes the song at the end. Do you know? Do you want to hear the song? I do a very good song. Go ahead. It's like I don't want to be buried in Not a pet cemetery. <laughs> yep. All right, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> wow, uh, how do you beat that? <laughs> <laughs> he set you up. If you don't say pet cemetery now, it's it's a um, loss. Number I have a couple honorable mentions: uh, Toy Story Four, El Camino, Lego Two, um, Captain Marvel, and Knives Out. All right. My number ten is Fighting with My Family. Number oh, yeah, so good. What? That's really good. I forgot how good it that is. movie was. Uh, number nine is Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Number eight is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All right. Number seven is Shazam. Number six is Jojo Rabbit. Very good, Rye. Solid. Very solid list. Leo? <laughs> thank My... you, thank you. I'm bowing. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> and I know, I know he's definitely bowing right now. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh... yeah. Well, I'm getting booed by my wife, so there's that. That's just normal in the Susskind household. Thanks, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know, um, I know honorable mentions on my end. So number 10, The Farewell. Number 9, the movie David and I saw two weeks ago, 1917. Oh, right on the... Yeah. Right in the same number. Uh, number eight, The Irishman. So low. Number seven, so low. Knives Out. Number six, Jojo Rabbit. Nice. Very good. All right. Um, I'll kick it off with my number five. It's probably become my favorite foreign film I've ever seen. Parasite. It is. Dude, it's good. It's so good. Yeah. The only one. That, well, Jenny hasn't seen it, so I she has no idea. Yet. And Ryan, do you think Ryan would like it? You know, it's funny. I, I think this is the kind of movie that everyone would find something to enjoy in it because it doesn't go to any kind of genre. 
Yeah, I remember. Here's my thing. Go ahead. Like, it's a foreign film. I'm not good with subtitles though, because I'm either reading or I'm paying attention, and I have a hard time doing both. I, I honestly, I think you should still give it a shot, dude. I think it's it's still worth it. Yeah, because friend of the show, Kev, he's not into foreign films, but like, I made sure that you and him and Leo watched Parasite. As soon as I saw Parasite, I was like, what the? Yeah, I have never said to the screen out loud, like not out loud, but wish, like I was like, what. Fuck, dude! I'm when st- I'm watching Parasite, yeah. that's what happened. I'm so actively trying to get Stacy to watch it, and I'm like, "Listen, you, this is unlike any other movie. Don't you have to give it a shot? Uh, you'll never look at peaches again the same, right? <laughs> Isn't that Call Me by Your Name? Uh, yeah, but no, Parasite has peaches. Also has peaches. Yeah, are they used in the same way as of Call course Me not. by Your Name? No. Okay. Um, but yeah, Parasite is my number five. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I said in September when I saw it that it would be a big Oscar player and looks Dude. like I'm right. Cause Dude, it, yeah. it, it has a good shot to win best picture. Um, and it won the Palm door at, at con. So that's when it got its hype that's back in May. Did, yeah. yeah. My number four is once upon a time in Hollywood. One of my favorite Tarantino movies right up there with pulp and glorious bastards. And then once upon a time in Hollywood, two of the best performances of the year, Leo and Brad Pitt. Probably my favorite Brad Pitt performance. Funny story about this movie for me is, uh, like, it was right before Christmas. I had to go up north, like, to go see my mom for a family event. And then I saw in 4K, uh, Once Upon a Time, just sitting there. I'm like, oh, Ma, can I borrow this? Thinking that it was for either hers or her husband's. No, it was actually my Christmas present she forgot to hide, (laughs) so she just gave it to me on the spot. (laughs) Hey, good, and it made your list because of that. Exactly. <laughs> um, my number three is Endgame. It. I, I hate mean, you. What else can I be? I hate s- you. Don't even look at me. I'm I sorry. You. I love you. <laughs> what else can be said about Endgame? We've talked yeah. about it for months and months and months. And then my number two is The Irishman. See, okay. I get a break for that one. All right. It's Pacino, man. Pacino's good. <laughs> it's Scorsese, Pacino. My favorite genre. Yeah. It's one of the best movies of the decade, and as you'll hear late in the next list. Uh, but yeah, Irishman is my number two. Go ahead, Jen. My number five is Shazam. Cool. My number four uh-huh. is Toy Story 4. Okay. My number three is Joker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break David, my work, David, do you need pen. an attorney now? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know anybody? <laughs> I, my mom knows someone. Don't All worry. Right, go. <laughs> my number two is Avengers Endgame. Yes! I love Over Jenny so Joker. much. Can I can just say how much I've missed Jenny being on the podcast? <laughs> can I say if I didn't say it before? Can I say how much I missed the Voice Club right now? <laughs> oh. Can I say how much you, I wish Stacy was on so I could actually have a partner to to to, to avenge? <laughs> oh my god! We I need can... the Avengers right now. <laughs> All right, cool. Ry, go, go ahead. Joker was great, uh, and I have nothing against it because I do really, really like it. But Avengers Endgame, like it was the call, it was the ending of all of it. You can go it's ahead, Ryan. It's pretty amazing um, the I mean, fact that we five. were able to do this it is and amazing. put all of these pieces together. Right. I expected this from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. My number five is The Irishman. Uh, so my number four too. is Jane Silent Bob reboot. Wow, that's a lot lower than I thought you'd have it, Ryan. To be completely honest with you. I, you know what it is? I went with fairness. I've only seen it <laughs> once. That's oh, the only I, reason. Well, we'll be picking it up in a few weeks, so. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and number three is Far From Home, and number two is Endgame. I can't believe you have Far From Home on yeah, your top ten, man. Yeah, interesting. I don't even have it in anywhere near my I list. It's not, it's, it's not even, as a matter of fact, Far From Home was my number 35 of the year. Man, you went that oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't love you know, it like I, you I, guys well, did. I liked it. I, mean, I, I thought I, it was okay. You know what it is? I was saying before that, like back in the Sam Raimi days, I want to see Mysterio. I want to see Mysterio. And they did it so freaking well. And the story was so well done. And that ending still gives me chills just thinking about it. And it pisses me off that I can't see it on the damn Disney Plus. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, all right, go ahead, Leo. Yeah, uh, my number five is Same As You, bro. Parasite. Very good. Yeah, dude. It's uh. It's an incredible movie. There's not there's more sure you can say about it. And it's it just sucks. incredible. We still have not yet been able to talk about it on here. No. Uh, number four is Us. Oh, um, okay. Uh, yeah, honestly, just great, great movie. Love uh, Lupita's getting the Oscar love now, so she deserves it. She's absolutely great yes, her performance alone is just incredible. Number three is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There you go. Yeah, we're on the same I mean, boat here. I, again, I'm not a huge Tarantino fan. There's definitely have things against the way he directs mm-hmm. but this movie is like it transcends tarantino like it's just a good movie it's like it's it's great in spite of him. and it's in spite of him uh <laughs> and my number two this i know is this i know it's joker yeah that's fine i knew <laughs> i knew where you were going <laughs> you're way leo you get a pass you got that more you got that more of a tramp stamp my friend there's no way there's no way you're not yeah, gonna no way on that yeah so yeah you can Go ahead, kick off your number one. And numero uno, to the surprise of literally nobody, um, the movie that changed my life and your Dark life. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> to, to my defense, my top th- three, my top four, any other year would probably be number one. Yeah. That's how stacked yeah. this year was. Yeah. Even though all the way to, from Parasite down, and they to, all could be number and one. And to be fair, like Avengers Endgame has the unfair advantage of, of being 21 the other culmination movies. of 21 freaking <laughs> movies. So I'm like, of course it's going to mean more. Um, but yeah, for me, Avengers Endgame. So it's like the Lamar Jackson of movies. <laughs> it's, yes. For all our fantasy football players out there. It's an unfair advantage. But uh, yeah, Avengers Endgame is my number one. All right, Jen. What's your number one? Booksmart. You don't even have the Irishman on your top ten. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the way you just said it. I don't. Booksmart oh, is my, my number one God. film of twenty nineteen. I mean, you love Booksmart. You've been trying to get people to watch Booksmart like crazy. You should be happy about this number one. Don't play devil's advocate. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Um, no, I didn't put the Irishman. I had it on there and then I took it off because, like, it was a great movie, yes, but it didn't. And I love Marty. But it didn't resonate for me where I was like, you know. Oh, my it's, God. It's, it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just. Uh, I well, Booksmart is my number 18 of the year in an honorable mention. Hey, so. just be happy Joker made it on there. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. I would just question that you, if you like good movies or not, if you Joker <laughs> wasn't on there. Jenny, so, your list I'm just is fantastic. Saying. Or had a heart. Stay, stay <laughs> the way you are, Jenny. Never change. Yes, Booksmart <laughs> is great. Billy Lord is my favorite part of Booksmart. Nice. If you guys haven't seen it. Check it out. I think he's got a crush on Billy Lord. I do have a crush on Billy Lord. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I guess that, that is true. That just got kind of weird, but it okay. is. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, whatever. Is Billy Lord not? <laughs> Billy Lord is pretty awesome. Nah, she is pretty hot. Though. So Ryan, I guess yeah. me and you could do our number one together. Yep. Yeah. So you go first. My sir. number one is Joker because I like. <laughs> I have great here. taste. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we talked about it plenty of times. I think Ryan and I can't even add any more to it. Uh, you can't. Yeah, Joaquin I really can't think of anything else. Wa- if you it, haven't it, seen it, what's wrong with you? It That's literally changed superhero movies even more than superhero movies were done. Like yeah. this made whatever Logan started with getting like more serious yep. and more gravitas. Ooh. This just took it to a whole different level. Yeah, because of Joaquin. Completely honest with you. Yeah. The character of Joker is as interesting as it is. You need someone, as yeah. we've seen with Jared Leto and other iterations that are that haven't been that great. It's who plays, who puts that makeup on that yeah. makes the character. And Joaquin is probably in my top ten favorite performances of all time. So yeah, Ryan and I both have Jokers as our number one. So we can transition right over to our best of the decade list. Dun, dun, and dun. Unlike these people that don't prepare, I've been working on this list for about five months. Yeah, you have. I started. I started with fifty, and I. Hold on, but so so for our listeners, tell them how you prepared for this list and when you started preparing for this list. I don't know, a long time ago. So, like, galaxy far, far away. I remember you told me <laughs> that you started a letterbox, and you've been putting movies on your letterbox actively since probably the beginning of 2019. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I do not do that, but. <laughs> That's incredible well, I, dedication no, no, no. to this. I counted all the movies because I, I was curious how many movies I would watch in a year. And in 2019, I watched 401 movies. Damn, that's awesome. That's so new movies. You didn't hit your 500 goal. I'm sorry. We got married. I blame you. <laughs> so <laughs> he, told, he told me this last week and I thought it was hysterical. He was like, what? yeah, I'm going to fall short. You know, I got married and I'm like, huh? Our wedding was like one day. What about our honeymoon? Okay, that was it's, like it's all 10 you. days. I, God forbid. And wedding preparation. Oh, wait. Hold on. And I'm moving. sorry. You really want to talk wedding preparation here? <laughs> and moving. Wedding preparation and for moving. David consisted of like and one day. And your second honeymoon and, and your third honeymoon and your fourth honeymoon. I was trying to get him to cheat. I was trying to like to uh, recommend him watching like quick shorts to uh, get the number up pretty I quick. would not cheat. I would not cheat. But no. So what's your goal for 2020? 500. 500 is your yeah. goal. Yeah. So you think you'll make there. it? married anymore. Okay, but what happens if we have a baby this year? Are you going to blame the baby no, too? No, the baby can sit on my lap while, we watch, while I watch a movie. The mm. baby's going to not know anything. They sure. won't care. She sure, w- when the baby has to be fed Okay, or this is This is in marriage counseling. Let's move on. <laughs> so we're going to start with our this top... This is a true marriage story. Yeah. <laughs> this is a true marriage story. <laughs> so top 10 worst of 20... The decade. 10s of Jesus, the 2010s. Bro. This was easy. I was done in like five minutes here. So number 10, I'm going to go through for these because we have a long way to go on here. I'm just going to do my 10, do 10 worst of the decade. Number 10 is the fanatic. Number nine is green lantern. Number eight is my big fat Greek wedding too. you. Thank you, Jenny. Oh yeah. That movie is fucking garbage. It was not great. <laughs> it is. I really love the original though. I had high hopes. I had no hopes. My number seven was a movie I actually did have high hopes. One, because we live in New Jersey and Action Park is well known around here as one of the most dangerous theme parks in the world. <laughs> so Johnny Knoxville made a movie called Action Point and it is absolutely awful. You had high hopes for a Johnny Knoxville movie? Yeah, Jackass is great. That's on you. That's on Why are you, they doing bro. another Jackass, that by is the way? You. Oh, I don't know. Um, my number six. eating Tide Pods. What the hell can they do? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. My number six is The Devil Inside. So this movie ends with a website for you to find out more about what happened. 
that's that's bullshit. You have to do work after this. Yeah, you have to do work. Screw this. My number what five is that again. Uh, the Devil Inside. My yeah, num- never watching that. <laughs> my number five is Gotti. Another John Travolta yeah, gets two. Yeah, John Travolta. Um, bad year, bad year. And it, this time it's not Tra- Travolta is not the problem. It's Kevin Conley, our uh, Jenny's booze best friend. Is that correct, Jennifer? Yes, he's part of the P. Oh, uh, E from uh, Entourage. Yep. Yeah. So he directs a movie. We went to a screening with him and Travolta there, and um, you could even tell he's like, "Damn, I made I made a fucking terrible movie." It's 1984, and I use the same example. 1984. You're at a barbecue. What kind of music you think you're playing? 80s music. Not Pitbull, right? I don't remember Pitbull even oh. in the 80s. Yeah, so that's what we was playing during <laughs> was a Pitbull. barbecue. Dale. Dale. And I hate <laughs> Pitbull, so that's even worse. All right, so my number four is Ryan's number one top movie of the decade, Fan Four Stick. <laughs> We've, what else can be said? Fan Four Stick no, is an no absolute said. train wreck. And then my three, two, one <laughs> is just one trilogy. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, the entire trilogy, the worst trilogy of all time, the three worst movies of 2010. <laughs> if this is, if these are fantasies of how a BDSM, BDSM is, yeah. then people's sex lives are terrible because that is just garbage. Jen read the books and she's about to turn the mic on and says, "The books are more descriptive regarding the sex." No, the bu- no, the books are not much better than the movies but the books the books do what they need to do they give you what a, do they need to do jennifer they give you a visual <laughs> women are very like you can read it and you use your imagination and it's just it's different sure so it's just good mindless, I, like, I give dakota johnson reading mad props. but it's not a great book by any means okay they're not good books so dakota johnson gets mad props because she got away from this this thing <laughs> Real quick, and she is a great actress, and she's doing wonderful things. But yeah, that's my top ten worst of the decade. Do you, you didn't do worst of the decade? No. Do you have one, Rye? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead. Go give me all uh, your ten. All ten: Green Lantern, Dark <laughs> Phoenix, Men in Black. Uh, what is this? Twenty nineteen. Men in Black three. <laughs> Little, Ted two, Hellboy. Wow. That's my boy. Wait, wait. Piranha three D. Hold off. Oh, what? What is that's my boy? That was that's actually Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler and Andy like, Andy Samberg, right? Yeah, I believe I forget who else is in it. I just remember yeah. being completely terrible. Oh, uh, Andy Samberg plays Adam Sandler's son. We can't go no one can go through an episode without putting a bad Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> go ahead. Uh that's my boy, Piranha three D, The Perfection, and the worst movie I've ever seen. I'm surprised my eyes didn't start bleeding. Fan four stick. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Jen, if you have a ten. I have a ten. So I know what number one is. I haven't seen Jenny's list, but I'm married. I know what number one is. (laughs) Number one is mother. And if it's not mother, I then I guess I don't know her because mother mother is an actually great movie. Mother is fantastic. So I glanced at the document in front of her, and I was so worried because I saw number one, and I was like, oh, my God, David's going to kill you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, that's a different that's list. Not, that's not. This is Jesus. list. That's Jesus, list, not my list. So my, my – Leo can attest that. That's impressive. Yeah. My m- husband knows me well. That's cute. Go ahead. So my worst of 2010, number 10, The Witch. 
I like the witch. Oh, no, it was so boring. I don't know why I had to sit through it because you make me sit through this. Look at the garbage you make me sit through. Well, whatever. At least it's entertaining. Number nine, Anomalisa. Another thing he made me sit through. That was really bad. That was boring. It's like, what is it? Stop motion? Yeah, Jenny's not a fan of stop motion animation. Like characters, Jennifer, Jason Lee. No, the only stop motion I like is like Christmas, the Christmas cartoons. Nightmare Before Christmas. Gumby, Gumby yeah, stop motion, it. isn't it? Is it claymation? Yeah. Claymation so. stop motion. Oh, yeah. All right, go ahead. Number eight, Fantastic Four. Number seven, Unfriended. I like Unfriended. <laughs> Number six, Fifty Shades Freed. Number five, Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Number four, Fifty Shades of Grey. There yes. you go. The tri- you go. Tri- tri- triple bingo. <laughs> Number three, Emoji Movie. The Unholy Trilogy. When did you see Emoji Movie? Oh, like on TV or something. Oh, was this really as bad as everyone said it was? It wasn't Cle- good. Clearly. clearly. It wasn't I good. I mean, Jenny has a great movie at number one, so. Number two, Gotti. And number one, Mother. Mother. Wow. You know, mother. you know your wife. Mother's mother. great. Mother's great. It's I remember great. Jenny shitted on it. Don't and then watch Lou, it. Who's on, who used to be on the podcast, <laughs> watched it because he was so intrigued by Jenny hating it. Her reaction. He came on the next week and be like, it was pretty good. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Have you seen it? That's Jennifer Lawrence, right? Yeah. No, no, no I haven't seen oh. it. Jennifer Lawrence. Nayo. Nayo? Nah. Give it a mother. I don't know, bro. I Jenny's taste in movies is like spot on. Can we go to a tiebreaker? Uh, Let's go to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did we we almost we literally almost went the whole episode without mentioning Rotten Tomatoes. Uh. I can't find it right I first now. Started, no, I first bit. started dating David, and then it was just like, Rotten Tomato says this, and Rotten Tomato says that, and I never even <laughs> heard of That's how she makes web- me watch old I movies, I never though. heard of this website before, Well, I can guarantee actually. you that your marriage is uh, like one of my favorites, and I double-checked it on Rotten Tomatoes. Are we certified <laughs> fresh? certified <laughs> fresh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, Mother, check it out. It's great. All right. So, for this, we're going to do 25 through 12, 12 through 2. And then we go from there. You, ha- you said G has a list? Yeah. All right, go through all of his lists. So I'll go through the whole yes, list. Yes, the whole list. All right, so this is G's list. Number 25, Molly's Game. I love Molly's Number Game. Number 24, Gravity. 23, Gravity's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. 22, The Avengers. 21, Love, Simon. 20, The Wolf of Wall Street. 19, Prisoners. 18, prisoners. Gone Girl. 17, Avengers Infinity War. 16, Arrival. 15, It Follows. 14, Crazy Stupid Love. 13, End of Watch. 12, Drive. 11, Toy Story 3. 10, Avengers Endgame. Number 9, Parasite. Number 8, The Dark Knight Rises. Number 7, Looper. Number 6, Black Swan. Number 5, Inception. Number 4, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Number three, Whiplash. Number two, Her. And number one. What do you think it is, David? Parasite. No, he said Parasite. Oh, number the Social nine. Network. The Social Network. that's a great movie. All right, so I will kick it off. This is hard, man. To get to this, this is really hard. First of all, making this list, I was like, oh, wow. This so movie I do came out in like 2010. I want to give some love to probably a movie that not a lot of people have seen. It's really good. Sing Street. It's, it was in my top 50, didn't make my top 25, but Sing Street is really, really, really solid indie. Mm. You guys should definitely check it out. It didn't make your top 25. No. So another honorable mention is 1917. I just talked about it before. Okay. Best cinematography of the decade. Cool. My number 25 is Moonlight. Surprise, that wasn't on G's list. 
Uh, love, love Moonlight. I know you're indifferent on it, right, I'm Leo? I'm indifferent on it, yeah. My number 24 is Drive. My number 23 is Her. You haven't finished Her, have you? I have not finished Her. Another great Joaquin performance. 22 is Logan. Oh, Logan. Oh, yeah, Logan. Leo. Uh, <laughs> someone yeah, Leo, what the hell, man? So it's funny. I just watched Logan Someone's like two nights ago. Someone's getting bumped off and it's, here. It's okay. It's oh all right. God. It's not amazing. My number 21 is Parasite. My number 20 is Avengers Infinity War. My number 19 is Mad Max Fury Road. My number 18 is Toy Story 3. My number t- 17 is Wolf of Wall Street. My number 16 is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. My number 15 is Whiplash. My number 14 is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Nice. My number 13 is Creed. And there you go. Okay. Go ahead, Leo. Actually, no. We're going to go in order. Jennifer, are you ready? I'm ready, David. Um... I don't think you're ready. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. But then you threw Logan there, and I was like, that's right. All right, Leo, go ahead, and we'll go back to Jen. All right, cool. Number 25, Us. Ah. Number 24, John Wick, part one. Number 23, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number 22, Get Out. You love. Number 21, Inside Out. Number 20, OJ, Made in America. Oh, it's so long. <laughs> Number 19, Joker. Oh, it's so long. <laughs> Number so long. 18, Birdman. Oh, props to Birdman. <laughs> Number 17, Wolf of Wall Street, which is ironically where you have it at your list, yep. too. Uh, number 16. Best Leo performance? Uh, for me, no. Okay. I still, I still love Departed more. Okay. Um, number 16, Big Hero 6. Number 15, A Quiet Place. Number 14, Ex Machina. Oh, very nice. Yep. Number 13, Interstellar. So, fun fact. Interstellar is my least favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah? Yeah. It's, um, I think it's, it's a bit too long for what it's trying to accomplish. It's still one of Hans Zimmer's best scores. Yeah, I, I love the score that, of that the, movie. The, the tying in with like, you can't really separate one with the other. Yeah. So the score really it's threw so me good. over. Yeah. Jenna, are you ready? I'm ready. You're, go ahead. Okay. Number 25, Bridesmaids. Uh, even, <laughs> even, even I feel like slapped in the face on that one. <laughs> 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 Wait, even with the addition of Logan, you couldn't get rid of Bridesmaids? <laughs> No. I yeah, what got kicked out? <laughs> what got kicked out? Oh, I don't know. I deleted it already. God. No, I don't remember. Sorry. Jesus. Bryce, this is a good movie. It's good for me. It's this is my a, list. <laughs> this is my list. Oh, I'm very aware of that. Okay, number 24, Spotlight. Really? Good that's job. A, that's, a, that's a really good movie. No, it's a great really movie. Good. I'm surprised it would be it a list. list. It was hey, in the top 30. It's not I, a rom-com. I can be fun and I can be serious. Go okay? ahead. Yeah. I'm a little bit of both. Okay, number twenty three, Baby Driver. Number twenty two, A Quiet Place. It's funny to bring the baby because I love Baby Driver. It's funny that I have the one that everyone thought Baby Driver was going to be like Drive. Yeah, Drive. Yeah, and then she has Baby Driver. Go ahead. Number twenty two, A Quiet Place. Number twenty one, Get Out. Number twenty, Drive. Number nineteen, OJ Made in America. Yeah, another one. Solo. 
I'm surprised you have drive in there because it seems like the quintessential. This is so slow and boring, babe. Not, no, 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 no. It depends on what you because Blade Runner 2049 wasn't that slow, or Blade Runner wasn't That's slow, and you thought mention. that was going to be slow about, for me. Notice how we're talking about Ryan Gosling movies at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, that's. I'm going to have to change something. I'm going to move Moonlight out. I totally forgot about Blade Runner 2049. Okay. Blade Runner 2049 is my 25. Go ahead, Jen. Okay. N- number 18, Boyhood. Number 17, Us. Number 16, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, number 15, Irishman. Number... Th- hold sorry. On. Hold on, hold on. How did it make your best of the decade, but it didn't even make the best of 2019? <laughs> Because it's different. Because I'm looking at it long term. It's just very different. <laughs> so full disclosure, and I'll be honest. I will be honest. You got to be on I, my side I here, had, right? I, so I, when I was making my list, I had the same exact problem happen to me, and I gave Stacey, that doesn't make any I sh- sense. I showed Stacy my list. She's like, "Wait a minute, this mathematically <laughs> isn't possible. You can't have a movie in your top twenty-five if it's not in your top ten on the yeah, other." It literally list. doesn't make any yeah, sense. I'll be honest. I have a similar issue mine. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> like on my twenty nineteen something could be higher on my twenty nineteen than also, it is higher on no. You don't I, know uh, that like Irishman wasn't my number eleven. Where was like, it? Well it was like eleven. It was on there. <laughs> was it like eleven or was it eleven? <laughs> was it ele- it was eleven. All right. Anyway, now you you guys have been interrupting my list. Go ahead. I don't know where I'm at. This is why she doesn't come on the podcast anymore. <sighs> you were on the Irishman. Okay, fifteen was Irishman. 14 was Lady Bird. Oh, good movie. 13 a... was Hereditary. Very good. And then we're going 12? No. Go ahead, Rye. Okay. All right. Now I, I cheated for number 25. At a tie, I have Us and I have Get Out. I couldn't decide between the two of them, so they're tied. Um, 24, Shutter Island. Number 23, oh. Rogue One. 22, Last Jedi. 21, Easy A. 20, nice. Birdman, 19, Lego Movie, 18, Ragnarok, 17, La La Land, 16, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 15, Rise of Skywalker, 14, Guardians Volume 1, and 13, Shazam. Nice. Alrighty, so kick you off my 12 through 2. Number 12 is Boyhood. Number 11 is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Number 10 is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Hmm. Surprised? Yeah, but you like you really did like Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. loved Last Jedi. Number nine, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. My number eight and seven are like probably two of my favorite uh, coming of age stories, coming of coming of age films. Eighth grade, number eight. Number seven is Perks of Being a Wallflower. My number six is Endgame. My number five is OJ Made in America. Oh damn! I think it's the best documentary ever. It's incredible. It's really good. It is. Incredible. I predicted that will win the Oscar in July of 2016 because. And that was also your first review on the site. It was my first review oh, on the site. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I adore OJ Made in America. And it's one of those um, uh, that a lot of people didn't predict to win the Oscar until they just started picking up all the awards because it was a TV. It was so, yeah, because it, like, it was a 30 for 30, right? It only had a. Uh, a one day run in theaters, I think. That so, so that's yeah. how it qualified. So good. Uh, so yeah, uh, OG Man America is number five. And number four is probably the best screenplay of the decade. The Social Network. Nice. Easily the best screenplay 
of the decade. <laughs> Jen, number... Just so you know, it ain't on my list. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> number three is The Irishman, because it makes sense, because it was on the best of my 2019 <laughs> list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my number two... What is my number two? It's only between two movies. You know what they are. Oh, La La Land and Joker. La La Land Joker. What's my number two? Your number I'm two? La La I really hope it's Joker because La La Land is like, you've been talking about that movie so much. Oof, this is rough. This, uh, is, this is rough because she knows you don't hear or see me watching clips of Joker oh, the way man. she does. This was like the La La Land. He's in a Joker phase the way he was like La La Land phase. You see a lot of similarities, right? Oh, it's the exact same it's obsession. Yeah. It's crazy. And yeah. then like he's going after all like this memorabilia and he needs like 50 steel books of the same damn cover. Yeah. And like the vinyls. The he's artwork, looking at FYE. Yeah. All right. So what yeah. is it? Oh, man. <sighs> so you're thinking La La Land finally got dethroned. I think so. I think La La Land is number two. And it is. So La La Land is number two. You know That's how- why you're my husband. <laughs> so you know what's crazy? <laughs> I can't. I, it took me forever to decide this because I think because La La Land is actually. I think it's one of my favorite musicals, but I just think it took takes balls in 2019, well, at that time, 2016, to not just make a musical, but an original musical. Yeah. Just takes an incredible amount of balls for Chazelle to do that, and it's fantastic, and I love the music. I love everything about it. I've talked about it a million times here, but Emma. the tiebreaker was the character. The Joker is my favorite comic book character <laughs> outside of Batman. When Joker was announced... I, Would, did you ever think anything could be no, La La Land? No. Got it. No. I remember, you, this is before you started going on. Ryan was coming on here and there at the time. I remember the podcast you recorded when I first announced that Joaquin was taking the role. And that's the moment I became interested. I was like, this could be something. Like, I don't know what it was going to be. And back then, wasn't Scorsese I, He was He direct? was attached. He was attached. Yeah. Yeah. So not to direct, to produce. Got it. I w- my only hesitation was Todd Phillips. So I was like, damn, like, what am I going to like? How do I how are they going to make this work? You have a great actor, but someone that really doesn't do serious movies. And we got what we got. And it's it's an incredible film. La La Land is an incredible yeah. film. It's for me. It's like Joker, La La Land and then everything else for the decade. You. So, yeah. So you got my number one now. So my two and one are La La yeah. Land and Joker. Leo, take it away. Yeah. So, um. And obviously with me, 19 MCU movies came out in this decade. <laughs> so Are you not I, mad at me that I only have two? So no, I'm not. But like, I was hoping you'd be more proud of me for not flooding this with MCU movies. Um, I'm shocked. My number 12 is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Right on. My What's number, done? Number 11, The Big Short. You know, as time goes on, I don't know how I feel about that movie. I still thought like the, the, his uh, like the way they blended like education and like humor, mm. and it was I think it was just a very refreshing movie. Um, my number ten, Captain America: Civil War. I know where we're going now. My number nine, Social Network. Yeah. My number eight, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Nice. Best an- best Spider-Man film of all time? But yeah, by not even a question at all. I think honestly one of my favorite animated films. Period. Yeah. It was just fresh and Same different. Here. Um, and the, and the soundtrack was so good. Mm-hmm. It was I think for me only only another movie on my list. My number five uh, has a better soundtrack. But before we get to that, number seven, Brooklyn. 
I didn't even know you saw that. Oh, bro. Well so, done. so that that year, I had watched all the Oscar-nominated movies. Doesn't it suck? Have you read the book? No. The book no. is really good. Really? Doesn't yeah. it suck that that Stacey, movie read is the so... Stacy, read the book. Doesn't it suck <laughs> that that movie is so good, and then the Goldfinch comes out by the same director, and it's not... See, <clears> I really <throat> wanted to watch Goldfinch but because of But not the same author. That's the same thing that I felt. I was uh, like, damn, it's the same. Yeah, Brooklyn. So Brooklyn, amazing film, amazing acting. I just so love Sharon it so much. Love her. Uh, number six, Room. Similar. Like, Room was just, it, it got me. Not the Brie, Room. No, not the Room. Brie Larson's performance in Room was incredible. Um, number five, the only soundtrack I think is better than Spider-Verse, Guardians of the Galaxy. That soundtrack, I think I I bought not it. That score, yeah. soundtrack, soundtrack. Yeah, oh, I agree. Not I score. agree. Hundred percent agree. The music on that is agree. incredible. Uh, my number four, and this is the one Kevin was surprised at seeing so high on my list. La La Land. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Let's it's go. funny because like most, for most of the most part everybody Let hears David David's fan like, <laughs> David loves this like, movie so much so I just stay on the background. Fun fact: I'm like I love this movie too. I didn't mention I this. Musicals. I've never mentioned. It. I have a giant La La Land poster yeah. as you go up my stairs right next to a Batman '89 poster, so. which is an amazing duo, right? Yes. There. He's also been looking on Etsy for his Joker poster. Yeah, but he hasn't <laughs> yeah. found it yet. Um, my number three is actually I. Some people might think it's a cheat, but I figured these two movies work no. together in a no. tandem. You're going to cheat and you're going to say it's, Avengers yes. and Infinity War Infinity and Endgame. Infinity War and Endgame are my three. That does not count it because we count. all split it up. No, it's a three. <laughs> what a cheater. <laughs> my number two. So can I just cheat and say the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe? You have no idea how close. <laughs> That's like the I whole list. Stacey had to talk me out of doing that where it was like MCU was number one and then everything else below it. Oh, no, my number two is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, if Ryan has to do his. No, go ahead. Uh, give your one. Awesome. My number one, Inception. Wow. I'm shocked. Yeah. No, so the <sighs> thing is, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm a huge, uh, you like to coin the phrase, Mark, for MCU movies. Oh, I call every I call myself a Mark, so. <laughs> but Inception, it was just the perfect blend of storytelling, of visuals, of music. Like, Hans Zimmer's score Leonardo is DiCaprio. freaking incredible. Tom Hardy, <laughs> DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, does yeah. the top drop? I'm sorry. Does the top drop? Oh, does the top? Yes, it does. You think it does? It does. The romantic in me wants it to drop. Of course it does. But, <laughs> of it does. but yeah, Inception is my number one. So you do you? I gotta ask. Serious question. So, looking at like your entire list, yeah, and Inception being on your list, and you said the hopeless romantic. Did you mistakenly think this was a romantic comedy? I hate you so much. Just curious. <laughs> you think that's asking why, for a friend? That's why. That's why. That's why it's on the list. Asking right? for a friend. Fighting off for you, Kev. Asking for a friend. <laughs> the romantic, Did you think it was a romantic comedy? Inception was not a romantic <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Go ahead, Jed. Who said that? I'm joking. No, so it's funny. I have to get into that conversation because there's a lot. Of I movies. wanted to get serious there to see if you You're would pick up. <laughs> Go ahead, Jed. Okay, my number twelve, The Force Awakens. My number 11, La La Land. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My number 10, Logan. Yeah. Number 9, Creed. Number 8, Black Klansman. I love that a movie that wasn't even on our list 25 minutes ago (laughs) beat La La Land. (laughs) 
<laughs> but Logan made me cry, and La La Land has the shittiest La La Land ending. Did you cry? Logan made me cry. The but end. La La Land did it? No, Are I you was kidding. I was so pissed leaving wow. the movie that they didn't end up together. I was so angry, and I was like, "This is really a shitty end." I didn't like the ending at all. Actually, I love the end of La nah. La Land. I wanted them together, and like that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have happy endings. So, yeah, but that's fine. We're, we're gonna but, get into this rom com. But their ending was gonna be together. <laughs> Hold on. Whatever, whatever. This Wait, is no. this is my list, and we're always Hold interrupting on. my list. Yes, Hold no. on, I have a quick question. No, not now. <laughs> Number eight, Black Klansman. I said it before. Number seven, Joker. Number six, the favorite. <laughs> Oh, the favorite. You put the favorite over really? Joker? You, you yes, the favorite? because... Favorite's great. I don't I normally... Like I never really liked... What's his name? Who directed the favorite? Yorgos, whatever. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah. You've I mean, only seen one movie No, of his. You're like, me, I don't usually like his You movie. made me watch The Lobster. The Lobster's great. And then you wanted me to watch The Killing of a Sacred, Sacred Deer, Deer. Yeah. which and I didn't see because I was turned off by The Lobster. Shout out to Adrian. And The Favorite was great. Favorite was great. Anyway, number five, Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. Nice. Number four, Sing Street, which I'm actually really surprised that it didn't make your list. Number three, Coco, because I just thought it was such such a great movie, very good representation, and I just think it's such a nice story, like, with the grandmother and the the grandfather, and he discovers, and it's just, it's such a good, very good storytelling. Number two, Wolf of Wall Street, Um, and number one, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, because not only was it a really good film and film adaptation because the author of the book uh, did it, but the book is fantastic. So if you haven't read the book, it's really it's a really short book, um, but very, very strong. Yep. And so just great. You redeem yourself with that one. <laughs> but let me go real quick on, now that I'm not interrupting now. you. Now. So we've all seen Lala in here. Ryan, you've seen it too, right? Yes. Okay. Does Sebastian's dream is to open a jazz club? Yes. Does he open a jazz club? Yes, right? Yes. yes. Maya's dream is to become an actress. Does yes. she become an actress? Yeah. Yes. That's well, a happy ending. But why they couldn't they... They both achieve their dreams. But why couldn't they achieve their dream together? That's just not the way it works sometimes. Okay, but but most of the time it should work that way. In movies, you should be supportive in of romantic each other comedies they do. <laughs> Damn you. So, Damn you to hell, David. So I can't support your dreams and you can't support mine. It'll never work that way then. You don't know how it'll never work. It was just one movie where it didn't work that way. And sometimes that happens. Well, that's what I'm okay. Fine. But I didn't like that ending. Well, to be fair, like all she's saying is that like, that's the one reason why you didn't like the movie more. Right. Yeah. But you everything else was fine. And I I liked the movie. I just didn't, I didn't agree with the ending. I would not have given it that ending and I get it. It would have been like, right. I guess it would have been the typical thing to have them end up together and whatever, but but who cares in a musical in an old 50s, 60s, Gene Kelly musical, they end up together. together. Yeah. Then Ray should be a Skywalker in that same logic. That oh, is yeah. true. That is well, very true. Well, she is. <laughs> yeah. You know what I well mean. Done. She have been By blood. Let's not. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Go ahead, Ryan. Take us home. Uh, number 12, Jojo Rabbit. Number 11, Winter Soldier. Number 10, Knives Out. We're about to get number MCU nine, the fuck up Deadpool. right now. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Um. And number eight, The Irishman. Yeah. Number seven, Logan, which I didn't forget about. Yeah. <laughs> number six, <laughs> Wonder Woman. 
Damn. I can feel the death stares from Jenny right now. <laughs> She's going to edit all my stuff out now. There's going to be a lot of muted dead air. You're on your own track, Ryan. I could just X the whole thing out. <laughs> I forgot where I was. Uh, I'll say Logan again, number seven. Number six, Wonder Woman. Number five, Ready Player One. Number Ooh, four, man. Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Wonder three, Woman. Yeah, you forgot. Uh, you I forgot, forgot the girl Wonder power. Woman. You forgot. <laughs> you forgot two girl of power. The, the two w- female representation in the comic book genre of the 2010s. Well, no, I wasn't gonna put Captain Marvel. I was gonna put Wonder Woman on my list. Oh, I had it on my original list. All right, sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, number four, like I said, Jane. Uh, number three. Wait. Oh wait, can we all go? Hold on. If she adds Wonder Woman, Bridesmaids gets kicked out, though, right? I don't know where she puts it. <laughs> It does. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's, let's, it's in there somewhere, everybody. My okay, number 25 ahead. is Wonder Woman. <laughs> go ahead. Number if I can four, move it out for Blade Runner, you can do it too. Go ahead. Like I said, number four, James Bond by Reboot. Three, Into the Spider-Verse. Number two, Endgame. And number one, the Joker. movie. Yeah, number one, Joker. Easy. Like, for <laughs> me, it's my favorite movie of all time. Like, almost of all time at this point. Wow. That's what's up, like, right? Well, yeah. yeah, we've gotten into that discussion. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, if you want to know why, go back. Go a back and listen to yeah, a couple of episodes ago. before. Um, yeah. So that pretty By the way, much... everything's looking good. Awesome. Nice. Great to hear. Um, now, we're going to finish up today. Ryan and I did a little mm-hmm. list of our most anticipated movies of 2020. Uh, I'm going to go through them real quick. It's I got one. Oh, you made one? Just got no. I don't got I a list. Did, I have one. I didn't like the entire. Well, I guess next I have decade. one too. Like, Wonder that aren't coming out till later. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Oh God, Black God. Widow, Black, <laughs> Black, 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 Black Widow on mine. <laughs> All right, Black so Widow. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through mine real quick. I have a uh, eleven on here instead of ten. I did eleven here. So I have In the Heights. Oh, good one. Uh, I have Dune. Okay. And I didn't really watch the original, but Denis Villeneuve is one of my favorite directors, so I'm, I'd watch anything he does. Quiet Place Part 2. And just to annoy Jenny, I put West Side Story as my number eight. Why? You don't want to watch? What, what, why? I'm what, not watching what, that what, trash. Why? 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 West Side Story <laughs> you know, a musical, though, right? is my favorite musical and one of my all-time favorite movies. The original. Yes. The one that matters. Not the Steven Spielberg, I got nothing else, so I'm going to reboot something he's not a musical at all though so it's like a reimagining kind of it's not a musical no how is there no music i know the music is fantastic the music adds to the choreography and everything i just met a girl performed west side story when i was like in sixth grade i'm not watching i know this is yeah but yeah it's not a yeah i'm boycotting west side story the new one so the non-musical so number seven and this second trailer that dropped this week confirmed it even more top gun maverick Yes. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, No Time to Die, Halloween Kills, number four, Tenet, number three, The Many Saints of Newark, number two. For anyone that doesn't know what The Many Saints of Newark are, that's the Sopranos prequel. Oh, nice. And then number one, anyone that knows me, one of my favorite movies of all time is Ghostbusters. Number one, it's Ghostbusters. Afterlife. Take it away, Ryan. Um, I have, like you just said, Ghostbusters. And um, what's the one you said beforehand? I totally forgot about the many states of Newark. It. Yeah, uh, many states of Newark. Yeah. Uh, Freeman, Doctor Strange, uh, and the Many Strange Multiverse. That's not twenty twenty. That's, that's not twenty twenty. I understand that when I made my list, I thought we were just doing of the next decade. Oh, we okay, okay. Go ahead. I apologize. Um, number three, Wonder Woman. Number two, The Batman. And I'm actually really looking more. I see for some reason the more I like the Birds of Prey movie. 
I don't know. I have a good feeling about it. Uh, I actually, I have an okay feeling about it too, Rice. God. Maybe because I just love Harley Quinn. And, so. could, yeah, Margot Robbie is really good. Margot Robbie. You know I've realized now that the feeling you get when Jenny and I say we love rom-coms is probably the feeling I get when you say you like Birds of Prey. Like disgust and disapproval. That would disappointment. Be that would be true if it was just not just one movie. <laughs> 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 the feeling you guys give me when you talk about romantic comedies, <laughs> it's like you're giving you're stabbing me in the back with a rusty pitchfork. I think we feel the same way. Got it. But yeah, so that pretty much wraps us up. We will be back next week with who knows? Yo, let's let's do Yeah, we don't have a topic again. We don't have a topic yet. It's gonna be a fun year. Fun year. Happy New Year How once again. And thanks for tuning in and continue to continue to tune in. And what do you always say, Rye? Keep on spinning. Deuce.